Welcome to another episode of the Figure It Out Podcast. I'm Ryan, and today on the agenda, uh, we've got a few things that I want to talk about, uh, including just updates on what's going on right now, as well uh, as a little bit of talk about money. So let's get right into it. As promised in the intro, I kind of wanted to start off with a little bit of an update on what's going on. Um, And wow, I have been busy lately. Uh, I don't know that that it's been like fulfilling busy. Uh, a lot of it's been schoolwork related, um, which I'm not a fan of, as, as you may know. But uh, I've been pretty busy lately trying to do a lot of different things. So I guess I, I could also attribute that busyness to myself. Uh, I could just do schoolwork and then do my normal work and and stop there. And I wouldn't feel quite as, as busy and overwhelmed. Uh, but I don't want to stop there. Uh, I, I just don't want to. I mean, obviously I could... I could skip out on school, which is an option, but uh, at the moment, I'm just kind of filling up my plate, uh, which I have to be okay with. So right now, um, I'm just in a, I'm, I'm in four classes, which unfortunately is only 12 credits at the moment, but uh, three of them are finance classes. One of them is an accounting class. So they're basically all finance classes. And I, I don't want to say that they're dry, but for the most part, they end up being the same thing. So it's not not terribly fun. It's a little bit closer to what my major is, which is sort of better, I guess. But because they're all the same class, for the most part, it's really not that fun. Uh, most of them are mostly just math or working with Excel. And Excel is sort of fun, I guess. For, you know, for me, it's kind of hit or miss. Sometimes I enjoy it. Sometimes I don't. Um, but that's pretty much what's going on right now. Tons of just brainless math equations that that you know I have a tough time relating to what I'm going to do in the real world. I think a lot of the real world is related to like making decisions on your feet as opposed to um, sitting down and, and analyzing every little thing, but uh, there's also a place for that as well. So that's where I'm at right now with that. Uh, work is kind of the same. I'm still doing my uh, you know, between 25 and 30 hours a week. And I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it. Um, I thought I was going to struggle with having more hours and I mean, it's part of it. Uh, sure. But I, I really do enjoy it. Uh, I really, really like working. It's been a little bit slow lately at this, at this shop. Um, sorry, I'm between calling it a store and a shop cause it's kind of both. Uh, but it, it's been, it's been slightly slow just because, uh, it's winter time, so less people come in, but people are starting to realize that we're not going to have bikes uh, coming this year, so they're starting to see what they can get right now, um, which is is nice. We're, we're getting a little bit of foot traffic there. Um, you know, over into my reselling and stuff, I kind of picked up doing it a lot more uh, early on in this semester, meaning last month. Um, I got really into it for a couple of weeks, and it was going good. Um, but I started to just have other things come up uh, and I wasn't doing it as much. I'd like to keep doing it. I don't know if I'm going to go like full send on it, uh, but I do need to keep raising money, uh, to kind of fund my other fun stuff that I do. And by fun stuff, I mean like starting little things like right now I'm in the middle of, of doing, uh, like a t-shirt website. It's actually bicycle focused. Um, so it's like t-shirts about bikes. Um, and it, you know, it could be a, a colossal failure, but for the moment being, I'm enjoying myself and, and I think it's a lot of fun. And, and the idea behind this is like, this is like my college, uh, instead of, 
instead of really, really digging deep into school that I don't really enjoy, uh, I'd rather dig deep into trying things and getting experience with stuff, which is what I think I'm doing with this, you know, with this t-shirt website or with uh, the stickers that myself and and uh, one of my friends started making last year. Um, I think it's all stuff that, that I'm kind of learning on, on how to how to start these little businesses. So I'm really enjoying it. Um, and kind of what I wanted to segue, I, I guess I'm going to talk about a few things first. Um, but that was what I was going to segue into with raising money, um, which was kind of what I wanted to talk about today. Um, but before that, uh, I just want to mention um, sports cards are doing really, really well at the moment. Um, they kind of went up and then at least, I, I guess I'm talking about my portfolio, so I shouldn't say they, because um, that's too much of a, like a generalized statement. Um, but in my portfolio, which is it's mostly basketball and some baseball and a little bit of football, but they are mostly the top players, um, in, in each of those sports. Um, my portfolio went from, you know, negative $600 because I had bought too much at the, at the high in, uh, in this past July and August. Um, it, it went from, you know, net worth of being negative, like $600, um, back up, probably in the $600 range for positive, And then it went back down a little bit. Um, now it's hanging around a thousand dollars positive, which is really, really awesome. Um, I think, you know, I, I think the, the whole market is starting to turn around. I would not be surprised at all if we start to see a little bit of a downturn, uh, coming into like the spring and summer, just simply because, um, you know, football's already done. So I think, you know, those couple of cards may start seeing downturns, um, of course I didn't have any, like, I didn't have any Brady cards or, you know, any of those players on the winning team. So I didn't really, um, benefit from there, but that's whatever. Um, but basically what I'm trying to say is that, you know, once that ends, which was last, what, last week? Um, yeah, it was last week. And once basketball ends, which, um, I'm not even sure when it ends, to be honest, I don't watch it a ton. Uh, but once that starts to end, uh, you know, we'll move into the summer, which we'll have baseball, but I don't really have a whole lot of baseball stuff. And I don't think baseball has been super crazy when it comes to, you know, changing with the market and everything. I think basketball has really been the, the big deal there. So, uh, so we'll see, I, I, you know, hopefully for the health of the market, uh, we'll see a little bit of a downturn. Um, you know, I don't want it to just go up and up and up and up because, you know, hopefully it will, if it does go up and up and up, that means it might be built on sand and it might all come crashing down. So that's not really something that we want. Um, so yeah, that's kind of an update there. Um, you know, the investments that I have in stocks are still doing pretty well. Um, so no complaints at all. Actually, they're doing amazingly well, which is really, really awesome. So, um, so moving into what I wanted to talk about today, which I've got notes on, but I haven't really, um, dove deep into like looking back at the notes. So I may even take a pause here just to double check. Um, but the other night I was kind of on like a, a spree of, of thoughts and, and writing stuff down. And this in particular was related to raising money to start a business. Um, I've been listening to, uh, an audiobook actually, but I also have listened to this podcast in the past, which is called How I Built This uh, from Guy Raz. I think it's an NPR sponsored podcast. 
Um, but it's really, really awesome. What he does is he goes through and, and interviews entrepreneurs uh, on their like journey and how they got to where they're at. Um, not really just tiny businesses. I mean, he does huge ones. Um, and, and it's just really, really fascinating. And a lot of the times, I mean, the, these businesses were on the brink of, of failing, uh, when they finally got that kick and ended up doing really, really well. Uh, almost none of the ones he, he's interviewed has just gone from zero to hero all of a sudden and had no, no bumps in the road. So, um, so that's kind of, you know, one of the big takeaways from the podcast, I would say, um, is just how many difficulties that, that they've had. But I still haven't finished the book yet, uh, listening to the audiobook. But one of the big things that he was touching on um, was actually the money and like how they were able to raise money to get there. And that's something that has always fascinated me because I've never really took to... Um, to like raising money from like venture capital. Not that I've ever had the opportunity ever. Um, but I, I, I don't really like the idea that much. Um, you know, obviously if you want to grow your business fast, um, you know, that's a lot of capital up front that you can get uh, from people. And if you have a really, really great idea that people can get behind, it's really, really important and it's great. And I used to love watching Shark Tank and I thought it was really cool. Um, and I, I like all the people that are on it. It's great. Um, but the, the issue is, is like, especially like early on as a company, what I'm seeing from a lot of these, um, from a lot of these entrepreneurs that Guy Raz is, is interviewing, uh, is that, you know, a lot of them ended up bootstrapping one because they didn't want to give up, um, enough of their business, um, in order to actually get enough money that made sense. Uh, because a lot of the times, especially early on in your business, you're not valued high, uh, so if you're not valued high, that means that, you know, less money, uh, you know, less money that you raise is going to give the other party more of your company, um, which, you know, is a big factor, especially later on in the company, because a lot of people end up getting, uh, getting kicked out of their own companies. There was even a lot of, of examples of that in the book, uh, where he talked about, people that started a company and eventually were kicked off the board of directors or whatever uh, because they didn't have controlling stake any longer. You know, obviously there's a point where, you know, you may not want to have controlling stake any longer. You may want to be done, whatever. But super early on in the company, uh, giving up that doesn't always, like, it's not always the best idea. Um, there was uh, there was a few others that that they did that they brought in like they were desperate and they brought in um, investors pretty early and gave the investors 51% of the company and ended up uh, nearly losing it all uh, because they basically wanted to fire them and they were able to you know like they were able to go through and do that because they own majority stake so it's just it's you know it can start to get complicated. Um, but that's where I think that bootstrapping is really, 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 really important. Um, you know, one, one in particular, uh, one story in particular that I wanted to talk about was actually Airbnb. So, uh, Guy Raz was talking about Airbnb, uh, and how they got started and everything. Um, and they were basically like, they were struggling a lot, even though, you know, they were able to get into the, uh, 2008, well, it would have been 2007, um, Democratic National Convention. Um, they were able to get in there and kind of display their product and do pretty well up front, but they weren't really growing from there and they needed to 
take in a lot of money in order to keep the business running. And one of the things that they did actually was they they designed their own cereal boxes with both presidential candidates on the front of them. Um, by doing that uh, and selling the cereal boxes for $40 each, uh, they managed to raise 20 grand from just that, which allowed them to keep running the business long enough until they could get into what's called an incubator program. Uh, and basically an incubator, we actually have one here at Oakland University, uh, which I've been to. And the idea is that it takes in companies that you know, not necessarily are struggling, but are looking to grow uh, and need, you know, help and resources and, and people. And, uh, and, and it basically incubates those companies and, and allows them to grow. A lot of what Oakland does actually is they work with uh, companies that are from overseas trying to get into American markets uh, and they help them do that. So it's like a kind of an office space for them. Um, in some cases, there's a lot of like 3D printers and stuff like that that they can use um, and a lot of you know engineering equipment and stuff. So it's a very interesting idea. Uh, it's very cool. You know, I like the one that we have at Oakland's. I, I wish there was more. Um, I wish Oakland like motivated more kids to try and join and help out. Um, I, I have been there on like a, it was almost like a field trip for our program and it was very cool. Um, but it didn't really seem like there was a lot of opportunities for us to kind of jump in and, and try and join, you know, the group or whatever. Uh, it seemed like it was more of either a faculty or, or, um, graduate kind of thing, which is okay. Um, but, I don't know. I, I just, I can't say I'm super impressed with Oakland's entrepreneurship program. Um, they have one, they have a minor, but I just, I wasn't super impressed. It's not something I want to get into today. Um, but anyway, I really, really like this story uh, because it, it makes a lot more practical sense to figure out how to get your own money to fund uh, the business uh, because it's all you, then you don't have to give up uh, a ton of a ton of the company in order to just keep it alive. Um, there's other things that you can do. So that's where I kind of move into talking about myself. Um, if you could care less, uh, head out now um, because you know this is where I'm going to start talking about what I'm doing. Um, again, I always like to say this podcast is about me learning and just reporting on my learning. So it, it's it's not it's not me being an expert or anything. Um, but what I found for myself is, is that it's a lot easier for me to go and try new things, especially when it comes to, you know, little businesses and stuff. When I raise the money myself through doing something or other. So, um, even when it comes from my personal money, I don't like it. So I struggle to, you know, to resell stuff when I'm paying for it with my personal money. However, um, I don't struggle at all when I'm paying for it with the money that I made from reselling. So I have that separately and I use that in order to buy stuff to resell. And so the idea is, is that it's actually a lot easier for me and more motivating for me to go out and spend that money to make more money when I made that doing what I love to do like that. Um, so, you know, that might have just gotten really kind of circle -y and, and backwards, but basically the idea is, is that anything that I'm paying for for this t-shirt uh, business that I'm doing right now um, all came from me reselling stuff and flipping stuff. 
all the money that I used to invest in sports cards, um, which I kind of invested pretty much all of the money that I made from reselling originally uh, into sports cards. All of that money, though, came from reselling. That wasn't any of my personal money. Um, so I didn't feel like I was on the hook for, for you know, this amount of money or this amount of money. Like, it all came from my reselling. So it made things, like, I don't want to say that I'm loose with my money when it's coming from there, but it made it a lot easier for me to go and do that because I'm the one on the hook. It's not other people on the hook. Um, however, to kind of reverse engineer that, you know, if you're taking money from, from family members, um, from friends, I, I think Guy Raz used Jeff Bezos as an example early on. He took, um, didn't, I shouldn't say take, he, he raised money, um, from friends and family, uh, to start Amazon. And the idea there is, is that maybe it lights a fire under your butt, um, to kind of get up and do stuff because it's someone else's money that you're playing with instead of yours. Um, and yes, I, I'll agree with that. Um, but I think, you know, early on, sometimes it, it takes a little bit of bootstrapping and figuring it out in order to, to get there. And hence the name of this podcast, figure it out. Um, I, I think it, it takes a lot of that up front. A lot of these entrepreneurs end up maxing out credit cards and stuff, putting themselves in financial turmoil in order to get, um, get the business going. But, you know, the payoff is, is ridiculous and it's not even really, you know, for the most part, it, it really isn't even what you care about. It's more running the business that you care about, but the, the payout comes after that. Um, so I, I've seen so many cool and crazy ways that, that people have made money doing side hustles. Um, I think being patient with your business idea, uh, and raising money by doing other things that you enjoy is very, very practical. Um, I, and it's not really out of reach. I, I wouldn't say like, I, it wasn't really hard for me to start flipping. It's just stuff that I had at home that I didn't need anymore. Uh, that I sold to get money, to buy more stuff, to sell, to get money, to buy more stuff. That's kind of the oversimplified version of it, but I don't even know if it's oversimplified. That's just how it was, and that's how it is. Um, actually, I don't know if I had mentioned this before um, in an episode at all. Maybe I have, but I was looking through Fiverr um, just to look at kind of the different stuff that people do on there, and there was a guy that was making, you know, decent money. And by decent money, I mean like $25 a job, I think, um, where people would send him a poster that they wanted, you know, word of mouth kind of to get out there. Um, and he would print off like 10 copies. And because he lived in LA, he would walk around downtown in LA and hand out these posters or post them on polls and stuff like that. Um, and he was literally making like $25 uh, per job. So, you know, imagine, you know, if, if he can get a decent amount of jobs every single day, um, he can make a decent amount of side money. Uh, and realistically, when all the people are down there, tends to be, um, well, tends to be the time when people aren't working necessarily. So maybe if you have your nine to five job, um, you know, right after you get off your job, you run down downtown when everyone's walking down there because everyone just got off of work as well. Uh, and you hand out those posters and it can kind of turn into a pretty good side business that you can raise money in order to, to jump into whatever you're planning. Um, so I thought that was a really, really cool example and really inspiring. Um, the, the reviews even on this guy's account were really, really good. 
So I just, that really, really made me smile, made me think, you know, people, people do some really, really cool stuff. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I had zero experience reselling. Um, and, and I, you know, I just kind of jumped into it. Um, you know, not that I made a bunch of money doing it, uh, but I will say, you know, if I had put everything into it, uh, there was a lot more money that I could have made uh, doing it. I mean, I see a lot of these YouTubers, a lot of these Instagram, uh, I guess, influencers, you can call it, uh, who resell stuff and, and they make a full-time living doing it, which is really, really cool. Um, but I think it's a really good idea for funding. You know, if you want to start a side business and you need a little bit of extra money, go out and get it somewhere, you know, don't rob a bank, um, buy some shoes and resell them online and get $40 and take that $40 and buy some more stuff and resell it. And I, I think it's just a really, really good idea to, to get used to making money for yourself and not, not pulling it from others constantly. Um, which is, you know, just, it, it's just, kind of my morals and, and how I feel about it. But I, you know, it's possible someday I may, I may, you know, want to go into a, a venture fund and, and try and, uh, try and get money from someone like that. But, um, I'm really hoping not to, I really, really don't want to. So, um, I am going to finish this one up. Uh, I know I start to ramble at the end of these episodes and I apologize for that, but, I am going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Um, so thank you for listening. I'm going to say the same thing in the outro, but um, I really hope that you guys can can you know hear this and and get some sort of knowledge from it maybe, um, or just some inspiration to go out and try this uh, and maybe even try your own uh, little small business. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Figure It Out podcast. Uh, I know I haven't been great about posting lately. I've just been super busy, so I'm not even going to make any promises at all. Um, I'm just going to say that I'll see you in the next one. So thank you again.